Warning! This podcast is different from other podcasts. These episodes contain dangerous choices, perilous tangents, and unwavering silliness. The choices made on this podcast may lead to success or disaster. But remember, you are responsible because you choose to listen. Good luck. Podcast where three grown-ups try and beat a children's book. I'm Ian. I'm Chris. And I'm also an anamorph. <laughs> Today we're reading one of the fighting fantasy books. You guys know those ones. Uh, they don't have numbers. This one's called Death Trap Dungeon. It's by a guy called Ian Livingston. The O is also a skull. It's supposed to be pretty good. This is one of the ones I always see on the best of fighting fantasy lists. So fingers crossed. I got it new, and uh, I, I just want to share with the audience. The cover uh, on these, Mark, I don't know if you've held one of these brand new ones. It is, sure a, it is a velvety, tac- no. it's, a, it's a tactile joy to hold. It feels like a, like a matte latex like phone cover, if, if, you, if you can imagine that with me on your fingertips. I genuinely did not expect velvet to be the word that came out of your mouth to describe yeah. the cover of this book. It is sumptuous to behold. Holographic? Sure. Bound in corduroy. Yeah, it is bound in corduroy and holographic. <laughs> and the demon on the front is alive and uh, is now my roommate. Holographic corduroy. God, man, that's just the fucking dream right there. <laughs> if you had those pants, you were the coolest kid in school. If you read that children's book, your parents might have done club drugs. I'm just thinking about holographic corduroy as like, uh, w- corduroy is dead. He's no longer with us, but we want him at all of our concerts. Oh, sure, sure. Anyways, there's a dope map in this book, y'all. Yeah, a very Lord of the Rings-esque map. It's got a place called the Icefinger Mountains. And Kapong! And something called Zingus. The Moonstone Hills, where you go to evolve your Clefairy. Yeah, this whole, this whole like, uh, top right area of the map between Kapong and Zengus is just very yeah. goofily named. Somebody, somebody got mad at him because they're like, uh, all these names are boring. You have like Dogfish Island, Skull Coast, Southern Plain. Oyster Bay? Oyster Bay, that could be in fucking Boston. Yeah, give us right. something that's not in Boston. And Ian Livingston's like, Zingus. Like, <laughs> Fire Island is literally off the coast of New York. <laughs> but what of Zingus? What of Zingus? There's also the Forest of Yore, which in modern English would just be called Your Forest. <laughs> uh, is this one just, is there something just called Cock? Does everybody see that? Between the Fang River and Firetop Mountain? Uh, wait, wait, wait. I think it's the river cock and the city of Fang, right? Okay, that's how so, I was so it's it. not it's not Fang River, and then also just uh, uh, one of these mountains called Cock. I don't see Cock. Where's Cock? Oh, there it is. Uh, right, just yeah, just just south of the Icefinger Mountains. Oh, great. Yeah, if you if we're using the if we're using the key that they give us, uh, you can find it at uh, Open Book Over Skull Down. I think is about where we're headed. <laughs> Anyways, this map is awesome. Uh, it's a great map. <laughs> First of all, should we roll the character? Oh, shit. Yeah, let's roll a character. Okay, I'm going to flip to the back real quick. We'll just brush through this because everyone's heard it before. Oof. I, I, maybe that's why they're sending us to this fucking dungeon. We suck. Yeah. <laughs> the real adventurers are on the battlefield. You are just sort of like, uh, tech, like a, a very exciting spelunker. You are the sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It says you can take two potions with you before you start. RC Cola. Nah, so the options are potion of skill, potion of strength, or potion of fortune. All right, yeah, we'll get a, a, a potion of strength. Yeah, a potion of strength. And? Um, a ball's energy drink. I'm going to take that to mean potion of skill. Yeah. Definitely. J- jittering is my skill. Doing like a jitter. Okay, so now I think we're ready. How will you start your adventure? The book you hold in your hands is a gateway to another world, a world of dark magic, terrifying monsters, brooding castles, treacherous dungeons, and untold danger. Welcome to the world of fighting fantasy. Oh, hey, thanks for, thanks for having us. We, we're glad to be here. Yeah, is, is it always like this? Or do we come like at a bad time? Or like a good you, time? Sometimes it's like, you're a robot farmer. Deal with it, fucko. 
But have no fear, for with experience, skill, and luck, each new attempt should bring you a step closer to your ultimate goal. Oh shit, we only have skill and luck. Where are we supposed to get experience? Uh, we got that potion. Okay, cool. Prepare yourself, for when you turn the page, you will enter an exciting, perilous, fighting fantasy adventure, where every choice is yours to make, an adventure in which you are the hero! Can't fight the fantasy! Mark, so, hang on, sorry, Mark, did you have a fighting fantasy theme song lead in for us? Yeah. Can't fight the fantasy! Love it. Yeah, love very good. Mm-hmm. I love it. All right. And now, I think the thing that we do best with, as far as, like, a podcast goes, six pages straight of text that is background. Oh, oh boy. God, that's okay. a lot. God, we're, gonna, we're doomed, but God, let's, we gotta try, right? Okay, yeah, 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 we'll push through it. You, you need to read The Hobbit? First, let me just give you the Silmarillion. If you just, like, breeze through Silmarillion, yeah, you can do Hobbit. Despite its name, Fang was an ordinary small town in the northern province of Chiang Mai. Situated on the banks of the River Kok, hey, it made a convenient stopover for river traders and passengers throughout most of the year. A few barges, rafts, and sometimes even a large sailboat could usually be found moored at Fang, having worked their way down the Kok. So you guys know how we talk about, we talk about the Midwest as like, uh, as like flyover states? Do you think back in the day of only river travel, they had like... I just sort of like cruise through cities. You don't, even, don't stop here. Let's cruise through. Speaking of cruise through, what are we going to do with this intro? Yeah. How likely do you guys think it is that like any of the knowledge here will be important? Let's just jump to page one. Yeah, I think it's very likely, but also I don't care. Yeah, let's jump to page one. I want to highlight a couple of things. Like, let's just skim it. There yeah. is a uh, trial of champions. That's a that's thing. what it's. Yeah, we're starting with the trial of champions. Right. That might be us. Uh, we're probably participating in that. Bear, the Baron is in charge of it. Oh, there's a there's a character named Suckumvit. Uh huh. That's the Baron. Yeah. Okay. Baron Suckumvit. Mm-hmm. Baron Suckumvit, the guy who runs the river cock. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. I think we're good to go. Yeah. So basically, we're entering a dungeon for a for a competition. Chris, what about start us off at the, at the end of page 17 in as big and capital font as you can pronounce? Okay. Your adventure awaits. May your stamina never fail. I love that slogan. <laughs> hey, guys. May your stamina never fail. Yeah, may your stamina <laughs> never fail. Uh, we also have like a weird associated hand gesture. Uh, yeah. It's like uh, from Robot Jocks where they would give us a like, thumbs up and then fist bump with it and say crash and burn. It's like that. Ours is instead, though, a dog shadow puppet. <laughs> and we hold it in front of our faces at an angle. Yeah, and we make it look like it's saying, may your stamina never fail. Yeah, may your stamina never fail. And then <laughs> your dog responds with, may your stamina never fail. And then they make out. And then they make out. Well, not now, because everybody's got that COVID, but as soon as we're better, mm-hmm. make out city. The clamor of the excited spectators gradually fades behind you as you venture deep into the gloom of the cavern tunnel. As your eyes gradually become accustomed to the near darkness, you begin to see movement all around. Gross. Spiders and beetles crawling up and down the chiseled walls disappear quickly into cracks and crevices as they sense your approach. Rats and mice scurry along the floor ahead of you. I don't want to be here anymore. Yeah. Right? It's kind of gross, and none of these present enough of a threat to really level us up. Yeah, it's really just like, you're going to feel uncomfortable, but you don't gain anything from it. Droplets of water drip into small pools with an eerie plopping sound, which echoes down the tunnel. Many would call it the normal sound of water dropping into a puddle, but... (laughs) But you're on edge. After walking slowly along the tunnel for about five minutes, you arrive at a stone table standing against the wall to your left. On it, there are six boxes, one of which has your name painted on the lid. Uh, Do you want to open the box or not? Interesting. I mean... (laughs) I think open the box, right? Like, yeah, I love presents. It'll be hilarious if this is just like, it explodes and you die. Try again, mm-hmm. idiot. Fuck you for opening boxes. It, it even has our name on it. It's like, we have, we sh- we have to open this box. Mm-hmm. It's probably just got our name tag, right? Yeah, definitely. Inside, you find two gold pieces and a note written on a small piece of parchment addressed to you. Well done. At least you have the sense to stop and take advantage of the token aid given to you. Now I can advise you that you will need to find and use several items if you hope to pass triumphantly through my death trap dungeon. Signed, Suckumvit. But he doesn't do that? Right, it's just, hey, you're going to need to use things that aren't your meat bits (laughs) to survive. Yeah, but that uh, meaning just open boxes that have your name on them, I guess. 
Right. Well, actually, if there's a bunch of boxes on this table, can we not open everyone's box? Ooh. Right. Just clear it out for the. Well, we went to the last, right? Yeah. Oh, uh, shit. We should have oh, gone yeah. in first. There's none left. Wait. So that means that whoever came in here before saw our box, had the same thought, put nonsense in our box so that we would die, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. It was full of it was full of grenades. It was full of like really good grenades. Yeah. Well, it was it was filled with three items that we had to use to get to the dungeon. Right. A <laughs> rope, a sword, and a magnifying glass. Right. And a book. And a book. What do we do? Why are we in here last? Nah, we missed it. Yeah, I'll be goddamned if we read through that background. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, after walking down the tunnel for a few minutes, you come to a junction. A white arrow painted on one wall points west. On the floor, you can see wet footprints made by those who entered before you. Oh, I love wet footprints. I want to follow the wet people and find out what their feet are like. Bad news. I think it's all of them. It's hard to be sure, but it looks like three of them followed the direction of the arrow, while one decided to go east. Are we giving in to our oppositional defiant disorder and ignoring <laughs> the arrow, or following everybody else? I think we got to do what no one else did because they didn't win the dungeon and we need to. I'm down. Fuck that white arrow. Ahead, you can see a large obstruction on the tunnel floor, although it's too dark to make out exactly what it is. The wet footprints you have been following carry on towards the obstruction. If you want to continue east, turn to 56. If you'd rather go back to the junction ahead west, turn to 293. What the fuck kind of page is this? <laughs> yeah. Well, there's, a, there's an obstruction. Are you sure? Fuck off. There's an obstruction. Wait, I, guys, we could live forever if we just do this back and forth. I mean, a bit of a curse though, right? Yeah, Mark, a, sh- a ship in, in harbor is safe. Mm-hmm. But that's not what ships are for. But listen, this ship can go to the harbor next door and then back to this harbor. And every now and then it's like in the sea for just a couple seconds between harbors. That ship is immortal. And then it wins for, for having the most sea time. Mm-hmm. You see if the obstruction is a large brown boulder-like object. You touch it with your hand, okay, and are surprised to find it soft and spongy. Ew. If you wish to try to climb over it, turn to 373, or if you want to slice it up with your sword, turn to 215. My sword is my dick. I want to use my dick on this. My first instinct is definitely to poke at it some more. Yeah, always slice. Uh-huh. That's a duh. Mm-hmm. It's probably going to burst into, like, a mold spores and kill us. Oh, my. Yeah, or it's spiders. Guaranteed, right? There's no way we come out of this, okay? okay. Either way, if we started climbing it, then our dick would be very close to it. Your sword easily pierces the thin outer casing of the giant spore mm. ball. Uh, a thick brown cloud of spores bursts out of the ball and envelops you. Called it. Brown cloud. Some of the spores stick to your skin and start to itch terribly. Great lumps come up on your face and arms, and your skin feels like it's on fire. Lose two stamina points. <laughs> Frantically scratching your itching lumps, you step over the now deflated <laughs> spore ball and head east. Hang on, I gotta get that line. Frantically. I'm drawing my map. Frantically scratching your itching lumps. My frantic inching lumps. The footprints you're following start to peter out as the tunnel gradually becomes drier. In a small recess on the left-hand wall, you see a section of bamboo standing on its end. Lifting it down, you see that it's filled with a clear liquid. Oh boy. If you wish to drink the liquid, turn to 147. Uh. That's gotta be a trap, right? Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Well, so our throat is painfully dry, but we haven't taken any measurable damage from it yet. So I say we wait until our throat hurts us a number. Listen, what's the worst fluid it could be? Mark, you're right. A ship in harbor is safe. <laughs> so are we, are, we, are we drinking this liquid or what? Oh, yeah. I am 100% in favor of drink the liquid. Drink. Okay. That liquid. The water in the bamboo pipe is welcomingly fr- refreshing. Fuck yeah. See? Add one stamina point. Told you guys it would be fine. It also contains a magical... This is very good water. It also contains a magical solution which will enable you to be exposed to melting point temperatures without harm. (laughs) Uh, I think we can just turn around, leave the dungeon, and then be that guy who can't catch on fire for money. Yeah, we'll just go build our lava fortress in a volcano, right? Yes, circus circus time. Just like high-fiving lava elementals. Mm -hmm, Yeah, mm -hmm. we're, we're done. See ya. All right, so I guess I should make a note on the character sheet, uh, immune to lava? Yeah. No, well, no. Hang on. Melting point temperatures. Lava, right. lava probably would at least slow us down, right? Like, lava's no good. Like, it still, it still weighs as much as lava does, which... It's difficult terrain. Fire, yes. Lava, no. The temperature continues to rise, and you find yourself dripping with sweat. No problem. Yeah, no, yeah we're impervious. Uh, As you struggle on, the heat intensifies until it feels like white heat and becomes so unbearable that you begin to pass out. Luckily, we drank the liquid from the bamboo pipes. It turned to 25. 
Told you guys, you guys didn't want to do a thing, and I wanted to do a thing, and you're welcome. You are so lucky to have me on this journey. So lucky. On the left-hand side of the tunnel is a closed door. It has a small iron plate in it, which might possibly slide open. Do you try to open the door, try to slide the iron plate, or continue north up, to, up the tunnel? Let's fuck with the plate. Let's fuck with everything. Yeah, let's fuck with this yeah. plate. Can, can we even fuck with this plate? Can we drink the plate and gain immunity to cold damage? <sighs> Oh man, we're invincible. You drank the bamboo water and the plate. Oh hell. Y'all, y'all. Damn, I, th I thought only one person would get each one of those things. I didn't think <laughs> one person would get all of them. Fuck. I really didn't expect anyone to try to drink the plate. It's very outside the box thinking. Melt it down first. You're impervious to melting point temperatures. Drink that plate. Drink the dungeon. Just melt and drink the dungeon. You win. Oh yeah. Uh, the small plate slides open easily, and you find yourself peering into a room with a deep pit in the floor behind the door. On the opposite wall, there are two iron hooks, on one of which hangs a coil of rope. So are we going to open the door or go north along the tunnel? Open the door, jump over the pit, and take the rope. Yeah. Right. So, like, we haven't gotten burned for taking things that we found on the ground so far, so, like, just keep on doing it, right? I mean, God forbid we go through the whole death trap dungeon and don't get death trapped, right? Like, that would be terrible. We need, to, we need to trigger all the things. I'm looking for the airbrushed shirt experience of this. I would like to leave here with something I could wear sure. later. <laughs> What 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 route takes us through the gift shop on the way out? All of them. All of yeah, them. Yeah, that's spoilers. <laughs> you put the rope in your backpack and then jump back over the pit to leave the room and head north. Cool. Glad that we did that. Aren't you though? You're welcome. Now we have a rope. Drink that rope. Why didn't we bring a rope? What kind of an adventurer are we? It was a choice between rope and ten foot pole, and we took the classic. <laughs> Wait, do we have a pole? No, we don't. We have sword, leather armor, shield, and a backpack with four provisions, and we have picked up two gold pieces, rope, and heat immunity. Ahead, you see the tunnel turns sharply to the left. You turn the corner and almost bump straight into two fierce-looking orcs. <gasps> capital O, capital R, capital C, capital S. Armed with morning stars and wearing leather armor, you are totally unprepared, and as you draw your sword, one of them swings its morning star at you. Roll one die. Two. Fuck. The orc's morning star thuds into your arm, knocking your sword to the floor. Fuck. You yeah. must fight them barehanded, reducing your skill by four for the duration Oof. of the combat. Oh my god. Oh yes! My god. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. What'd you oh get? It's two sixes. That's what I got as well. Oh, yeah! Oh, fuck! So fuck. it's all down to skill. Yeah, but the orcs have better skill than we do because our skill is reduced by four because we dropped our goddamn sword. Right, half of our skill is on the floor, like a morons. Yeah. So, Ian, what, what happens? Okay, so uh, the orc that swung the morning star at your arm just swings it at that same arm. Ow! Really wants to disable that arm. Mm-hmm. He's doing a good job. All right, round two. Smart move. Okay, that's a six total. Fourteen total, baby. All right, that's us. What happens, Mark? Our, our karate boy, because now he doesn't have a sword, he, he grabs the orc by the skull and slams it down into his knee. Nice. Ow! Fuck. Just trying to do my fucking job. Ten total. Eleven total. Woo! Yeah. All right, so this time we, we spin the orc around and push him against the side of the cave and then punch him one, two, three real quick in the lower back. Ow! Ow! 10 total. 12 total. Boom. Boom. Uh, I don't know why we rolled so well. Your skill is better than me. Uh, so for this one, I think uh, I eat the orc. <laughs> no, no, no. The other orc just like stands by and watches in horror as I spend um, like an hour and a half cooking and preparing this orc and then devouring him. And then I turn my attention to the second orc. Mm-hmm. All Ooh, right. And this one's more skillful. Yeah, but he's, uh, he's more skillful, but he's less hefty. Nine total. Fuck. Eight total. Whoa. Um, this orc saw what you just did, and uh, it <laughs> is, it's, it's doubled over, uh, and it's like, it's like, oh, I'm going to be sick. And then it barfs so hard it does you damage. It barfs <laughs> like, it right into your chest with such velocity mm -hmm. that it does you physical damage. And it's like stomach acid, right? Like there's a little bit of a burn and a little bit uh -huh. of a smell. There's some, We've some all been bones. there. Yeah, there's like, there's stuff there. Yeah, you got some, you got some points. Here we go. 14 total. 11. Fuck. All right. Uh, the, orc, the orc wipes his mouth off, and he's like, oh, now I'm going to fight you. And then he grabs his stomach again really quick, and he's like, oh, my God, no, I'm not. I'm going to barf again. <laughs> um, and, he, and he barfs on you. Okay, we're down to nine stamina by my count. So not great, basically. Here we go. Quit losing stamina. 
trying. All right, so this guy got a 12. Ele- 11 total. Yes! Oof. Okay. We gotta do something really bad to this orc if we're gonna take him out. A- and you're covered in barf. I open his mouth up, and then I dive inside. And now I'm inside the orc. All right, this is weird. <laughs> Any damage I do to you, I'm gonna do to myself. That's the situation. Okay, all <laughs> right, here we go. Here he goes. Yeah! Rolled a 10. 15. Uh, so I just Neo from the Matrix style start to make you pulse with energy and you're like looking down, you can't control it, and then you explode in weird computerized chunks. Why is there light coming out of my mouth Right. Skabloosh. And we did it. We did it! Yay! You know, about to die and only with the first battle of the book. Hey, it was a good one though. It was a hard one. Yeah, we're at nine stamina. So... At any time, we can take uh, one of our stamina potion usages to go back up to full. Let's do that right now. Okay, that seems wise. Wait, at any time, like even during combat? Unclear. I feel like that'd be cheating, though. I feel like you should at least have to give up your round if you do that. Free action. I got it like, it's, it's uh, like those beer helmets. On top of my head, I can reach <laughs> it at will. Inside one of the orc's pockets, you find one gold piece and a hollow wooden tube. Drink you- from it. It's a straw. Yeah, it's just, it's just a hollow tube. Uh, you put your findings in your backpack and set off west, so we're just keeping all the garbage that we find. Uh-huh, uh-huh, all of it. As you walk along, droplets of water again start falling from the tunnel ceiling. Oh, I used my drinking straw and slurped them up. <laughs> Stamina points recovered! <laughs> you also get, uh... Listeria. Yeah, they're, they're, now you have a potion inside of you that won't let you keep food in your stomach. <laughs> so you must have been cursed by the dysentery wizard. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, it's, a, it's the 10th school of magic, dysentery. <laughs> <laughs> it's, well, it's water bending. Yeah, right? Uh, you see wet footprints made by the same boots that you followed earlier, heading west. The footprints lead to a closed iron door in the right-hand wall of the tunnel, but don't seem to go any further. It seems like they might go through the door. Uh, if you wish to open <laughs> the door, turn to 299. If you'd rather keep going west, turn to 83. No, I think it means they don't seem to go any further because there's a person standing by the door wearing those boots. Yeah, you... You bump yeah. into somebody who's like, how do I open this fucking door? <laughs> I picked up that fucking lockpick I saw hanging uh, from the top of a ceiling. You know what? Maybe one of those orcs has a hollow wooden tube. Oh, where'd you come from? Uh, let's turn to page 299. Yeah, it's followed Boots. I want to solve the mystery of the wet boots. Yeah, Maybe Boots come? is our dad. <gasps> boots is our dad. Boots is that monkey that's, uh, that's a real good friend of Dora the Explorer. The door opens to a large chamber where you are shocked to see one of your rivals who has obviously met a sudden gory death. Uh, it is one of the barbarians who is impaled on several long iron spikes, which are fixed to a frame that has sprung out of the floor. Oof. Scholastic books. In the far wall is an alcove in which you can see a silver goblet standing on a small wooden table. Oh, I'm going to get it. I get it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what to be worried about. This is fine. The barbarian sprung the trap. Yeah, do we want to search the Barbarian, walk towards the alcove, or close the door and continue west? Oh my god, I want what the Barbarian has, too, though. Right? We have to choose. Wait, what does he have? Who knows? Uh, Well, Guts, I guess, outside of him now, but... It could be a hollow wooden drinking straw. Look, whatever he had, it wasn't enough to get him whatever the other thing is. Goblet? Wherever the goblet is. We gotta get the goblet. Yeah, 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 good call. It's the Holy Grail. I I like Shiny. It doesn't say get the goblet. It says walk toward where the goblet is. So that's not quite reassuring. Yeah, but we get to walk over this barbarian and push him down further onto the spikes as he squishes under our feet. Yeah, that's a good point. All right, to 41. You walk slowly over to the alcove, <laughs> carefully checking the floor. We already know our choice. We already know the choice here, Chris. <laughs> For any more hidden traps. Do you see the goblet contains a sparkling red liquid? Will you drink the red liquid, leave yes. the goblet, and search the barbarian, or leave the chamber? And I think I know the answer. We're going to drink this barbarian blood. Can we not? Hang on. Can we not search the barbarian and then drink from the goblet? Not an option. Nope. Damn it. What if it's a, what if it's a potion of spike summoning, of, of spike attraction? Well, it kind of is. Lifting the goblet releases a sprung catch, and a dart shoots out of the wooden table leg. Test your luck. Now we, now we have a dart? <laughs> yeah, in our necks. Well, well uh, yeah, I mean... <laughs> All right, so our luck is nine, so odds are we will do well here. Let's see. I rolled a four, which is under our luck, so we succeeded. Yay! Your reflexes are sharp, and you quickly jump aside. The dart whistles past, only just missing you, and thuds into the opposite wall. 
You see the goblet lying on the floor and the red r- liquid running away in rivulets over the gray stone. Use the, the straw. Yeah, just drink it off the floor. <laughs> At least the goblet may be of use. So you put it in your backpack. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you have not done so already, you may walk back to search the barbarian. We've yes. got to search the barbarian. We did it, Man, guys. Man, we are coming up. Everything is coming up us. What's our yeah. guy's name? Uh, Terrence. <laughs> Terrence is good. Terrence, but... It has to have like a weird fantasy spelling, right? Yeah, T E Y R. Yes. R A N C. But how about just like T Y R ints as a uh, as an homage to Tyr, our god from Ravenloft. Yeah, the the worthless, useless god of justice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, the pouch on the barbarian's belt is empty, apart from some strange-looking dried meat wrapped in a cloth. Uh oh, that's his barbarian thingus. Eat the dried meat. Leave the meat. And walk over. Well, we were um, that. Nom, 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 yeah, we're eating that meat, right? Eat that meat. Eat that meat. Eat the barbarian it gives barbarian meat. rage. Yeah, <laughs> and also like a fever. Ah, oh, dude. Yes, we keep doing the best stuff. Okay, this is a dangerous book for children because it's just like <laughs> you find something on the ground, eat it. There's gum under the desk. Uh, the meat contains herbs, which will increase your strength. Add three to your stamina score. Yes. See, aren't you glad we didn't drink that potion? I know you guys told me to drink the potion, but I didn't. So aren't you glad we didn't? (laughs) The passage soon leads to a junction. You notice more footprints on the floor, possibly as many as three pairs, heading north from the south passage. Are they wet? Are they wet? No, dude, we found the wet guy. He's on spikes. Oh, that was the barbarian was the wet guy. Mm -hmm. The passage opens into a wide cavern, which is darker, but much drier. Thank God. (laughs) Ahead, you see the footprints gradually fade, then disappear. There's a large idol in the center of the cavern. Uh, standing approximately six meters high. It has jeweled eyes, each as big as your fist. There are two giant stuffed bird-like creatures standing on either side of the idol. If you wish to climb the idol to take the jewels, blah, or we can just walk through the cavern to the tunnel in the opposite wall. I'm pretty sure I want those idol jewels. Yeah, can we attempt to swallow them? Right, like, so if I knew we were going to eat the jewels, I would definitely be like on team. Let's get those jewels. But I feel like I just don't see how this goblet, you know, or these jewels is going to come in handy. We're going to take them. The bird people are going to come to life. We're going to use one of the jewels to kill the bird people. We're going to eat the other jewel. Yeah, I mean, we got to. Also, this is like very much an homage to like this classic D and D box set, which had like a large uh, idol with like people climbing up it. It reminds me of that. Hmm. Let's do it, guys. We have rope. And that, oh my fuck! That mysterious note said we had to collect a bunch of shit and didn't tell us what shit to collect. So yeah. you know we're doing well. Oh yeah, we just have to collect everything, don't we? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And the unwritten <laughs> eat eat everything you find. Gotta catch them all. The idol is that yeah that technically collecting right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the idol is very smooth and will be difficult to climb. Do you have any rope? We do because we just grabbed it off of the wall. It was there and we took it. You're welcome. You're welcome. You make the rope into a lasso, whirl it above your head, and throw it at the idol's head, smiling happily as it falls around its neck. You then tighten the noose and start to climb, hauling yourself up the rope. The idol begs you for mercy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You are soon at the top of the idol, sitting on the bridge of its nose and holding onto the rope. You draw your sword and wonder which jeweled eye to prize out first. Mm. Left, blah, right, blah. Okay, now let's go right. Let's pull out the right one. Okay. Oh boy. Much to your surprise, the emerald shatters on contact, releasing a jet of poisonous gas straight into your face. The gas knocks you out, you release the rope, bounce down the idol, and crash onto the stone floor. Your adventure ends here. Good job. The end. That sucks. But if we got the other eyeball... Yeah, 151. 151. All right, so we've been, uh, we've been killed by one death trap. I'm just going to make a note. One death trap death. Mm-hmm. As you touch the idol's emerald eye, you hear a creaking sound below you. Looking down, you're shocked. Are you shocked to see the two stuffed birds flying off? I called it already. Yeah, we're just nobody shocked. Uh, their wings flap in jerky movements, but they're soon above you and look set to attack. We should have eaten them before they came to life. Right? Wait, are the birds jerky? Because then we definitely should have eaten them. Yeah, they would have made us so strong. I feel like if you are in a dungeon and there are two statues flanking a statue, another statue that has jewels in it. Smash that one first while it's still a statue. Yeah, you like move one is just you just like go ham on one yeah. of the statues. Worst case scenario, they come alive, but you got the first attack in on them. Yeah. Best case scenario, you've just broken someone's shit, but it's a dungeon. You don't give a fuck. Yeah, time, time together. What's the worst that could happen? If, they, if nothing comes to life, take your rope back when you're done. If they do come to life, you're going to really thank yourself later. 
Do statues have shoelaces? All right, so we're, but now we got to fight these big birds. So oh, yeah. they uh, are oh. very big. Get them dice out, boys. Here we got go. The dice. I've got my sword this time, so we can use all our skill. Okay. Well, minus two because we are in a quote-unquote restricted position. Wait, where does it say that? Oh shit. Oh, because we're on top of that very tall statue. Right. Then our first roll is a twelve. Okay. Seven. Our first roll is a fourteen. Fuck. What does that bird do to us, Ian? Uh, it screeches at you, and then takes a shit and it hits you with that shit it just sort of does a little dump on you a little, little poop poop little bird poop great so now i got shit and barbarian blood all over me and barf you're covered in barf yeah, yeah we're you, a smelly boy we're not having a good day 14 again uh 15 book uh so i think what i do is i reach over to the dungeon thermostat and i turn the heat way way up and the bird can't take it and he begins to his wings are melting he takes two damage but i'm immune because of that potion we drank oh man yeah you just got to leverage every opportunity i do like that we all interpreted it as forever and not say (laughs) for like 20 minutes yeah book didn't say forever until you fall off a statue and die 14 10 yes Boom. So I think uh, this one, I'm going to jump on to the bird person's back and like put my fingers into its uh, bird eyeballs. Oh, fuck. And now I'm riding a bird and it's blind. Oh. I was using those to see, you dick. We're, we're both going to crash. 13. More than that. Damn it. I don't know. I, uh, I grab the, the bird's legs and I pull it apart wishbone style. Ha. <laughs> I, I wait in midair while you're riding it. Uh-huh. We crash to the ground and die. Well, we crash into the other bird and fight it. Oh, sorry, did we get three wins or four? Yeah, what did we get, Ian? Uh, that was only three wins, I uh, think. Yeah, so, uh, so it's, you're now fighting half of a bird, but it's angry. <laughs> <laughs> it should take minus two for being in a compromised position. By compromised, <laughs> I mean half its body is gone. Or it should get plus two for, like, now it can swing on you from all kinds of directions. <laughs> you triggered the bird's barbarian rage. Yeah. The, the bird is now flanking me. Warp spasm. <laughs> Uh, 14. Shit. Um, nine. All right, the left-hand side of the bird <laughs> balls up a fist and punches you in the gut, while the right-hand side of the bird kicks you in the butt. Damn. Didn't ex- did not see that coming. Yeah. Down to eight stamina. It's gonna, it's getting real Chuck Jones up in here. Ten. It's gonna be 13. Okay. Yes! Okay, uh, so now that this bird has been severed in two, but I still have to finish it off, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I see a uh, like a chute that says um, garbage chute flushes into the river cock and I stuff the bird into it and I yeah I I, I put the bird into the river the the river chute. <laughs> I was born and bred in the river cock. Seems unlikely. This isn't the last you've seen of me or me. All right, now we got fight bird number two. Right. Yep. Thirteen. Uh, twelve. That was, that was my son, you bastard. Uh, and the bird dive bombs you with its beak. It pops you right in the skull. That's not good. We're down to six. This is looking real bad. Sixteen. Less than that. Yeah. Uh, the bird starts to tear at you with its sharp talons. God damn it. Screaming and crying the whole time. Jason, this is for Jason. Uh, Sixteen. Uh, nine. Yeah, uh, the bird digs deep into your gut with its beak and pulls out meat. And now it's like, now it's hungry and also sad and also enraged. And it's just like, oh, this is delicious. My Jason loved eating Explorer innards also. <laughs> uh, can we chug that potion? Yeah, we're, we're definitely chugging that potion. I did look up in the rules and it doesn't say you can't. So we are. Boom. All right, so now we're back up to 16. 12. 15. All right. Okay, so I just look it in the eyes and say, um, I say, uh, Jason was a hippie. He was a dirty hippie. And that hurts him deep. That hurts him deeply. That cuts that sort of criticism right of his character. Right to the fucking bone. Jesus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The hollow bone. Uh, he takes damage. Right. 16. Uh, what is fucking A? It's got eight skill. 17. Whoa. Nice. Yes. Nice. So this time I, I stand up and uh, push the bird out of my guts and I say, not only was Jason a hippie, Jason drove a, drove a hybrid uh, Prius convertible. Jason, Jason, 
betrayed my hatred of the environment. See, I got to turn it back around because, like, Ian made the character too sympathetic, so now I got to make him an asshole so that we can kill him. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. He just doesn't believe in global warming, all right? <laughs> 19. Can we beat 19? Fuck, 15. That's... Yeah. Yeah. You you didn't know him like I did. He, he loved stomping on animals in the forest and, cr- and crushing them. Uh, and then and then he uh, kicks you in the open wound with his talents. <laughs> oh, snake eyes. 14. 10. Yes. Okay. This time I say, I knew him perfectly well. We were lovers. And then I uh, <laughs> open up my wallet and I have a picture of Jason and me smooching. And that hurts him because of the betrayal, not because Jason was gay. Because this bird man is totally cool with that. Mm-hmm. He knew well, it. That's, it's his that's, son. He knew his son was gay. Right. Honestly, very progressive for Chiang Mai. He just yeah. he just wanted him to bring home a nice bird boy that they could yeah. make a bird family together. Right. Seventeen. Fuck. Oh, Sixteen. Yeah. Which is a very um, good role for us. Um, J- Jason must have never told me about you because he was secretly ashamed of how much you suck. Uh, and then he kicks you again in your like just gaping wound, which I imagine still is there even after you've taken all your points back. I have no idea. Yeah, no. So like, uh, the the potion doesn't heal us; it just makes our body like function with whatever <laughs> wounds there are. Like yeah. that's the new normal. Super anesthetic. Yeah. Oof. Twelve. Third. Well, thirteen. Shit. And now, now the bird's got his wind back, and now he's wailing on you with both hands, mm-hmm. which are like the weakest part of him, because he doesn't really have hands. They're just at the end of his wings, and so they're sort of feathery. Um, but he punches you enough that it deals you damage. Okay. So I see he's giving up on words. Yeah, he's, he's, just, he's just weeping. He's weeping. I got a 10. Uh, that is, oh boy, uh, 15. He's still just wailing and screaming. And he's like, Jason, Jason, my boy, my boy, Jason. Huge, heaving, racking sobs. Uh, oof, what's our stamina at now? It's at eight. I'm starting to think we shouldn't okay. have taken the stamina potion because it's so hopeless anyway. But let's see. Fourteen. Nine. Yeah. Oh. God, he's, he's, uh, he's just shrieking. He says, I, I, I hope you don't see him when you're dead because he's in bird heaven and you're going to adventure hell. Uh, I look him right in the eye and I say, you're going to bird hell with your son. And I roll 15? I rolled 14. So yes! Very good. My cool yes! line worked out. Uh, so in addition to saying that, in the moment where you are uh, shocked by the horrific words coming out of my mouth, uh-huh. I, I uh, grab you by the bird throat and I just start strangling and like whipping you back and forth and like you're just being jerked around by the throat. And he's like, he's like, fine, take me. I don't want to live in this dungeon anymore. That's right. It was our home and you invaded it to kill Jason. Just kill me too. You don't and move on. You try to drink, <laughs> you try to drink all of his blood. <laughs> you use your wooden straw do you have the wooden straw if so drink as much of his blood as your tummy can fill you look down and see the crumpled bodies of two flying guardians lying motionless on the floor their hands just kind of touching <laughs> you start to prize out the idol's emerald eye with the tip of your sword at last it comes free and you're surprised by its weight when it falls into your hand hoping it may be of use later weird you put it into your backpack we just we just mean of gold later right Back on solid ground once again, you try to shake the rope off the idol's neck. Test your luck. Uh, success. Cool. Okay, good. We're down to seven luck, though. The lasso loosens itself, and you're able to shake it free of the idol's neck. It falls to the floor with a loud clatter. The rope. Uh-huh. <laughs> we're, getting, we're doing a lot of good stuff here. Yeah, we're fucking killing it. Yeah. Well, we died once, but... Yeah, we died. We're cheating. We get extra lives. Not much farther down the tunnel, you come to a closed door on your left. Putting your ear to the door, you listen intently, but hear nothing. Touching the handle to see if there's a fire on the other side, (laughs) you feel nothing. Uh, If you wish to open the door, turn to 102. If you wish to keep walking north, turn to 344. Let's open it. Let's open that door. There there might be stuff to drink. (laughs) We have a goblet. Look, we got a note that said we're going to need stuff, so we're just looking for anything we can find in this shithole. Yeah, yeah. Rip the copper wire out of the walls. (laughs) <laughs> the boss the boss of this whole dungeon is somebody who's like all right i need 500 gold pieces in trade all right we don't have to fight or anything suddenly a voice booms out of nowhere shouting welcome to death trap dungeon the ingenious killer labyrinth of my master adventurer i trust you will pay your respects to my master by shouting out his name will you shout 
Hail, Sukumvit! Or, Sukumvit is a worm? What the fuck? Is it, is it cool to be a worm? Probably not. I feel like we're, we're in this guy's house, right? We should be nice. Yeah, he invited us to it, or whatever the flavor text was. But these are, these are weird options, right? Because like, you say Hail Sukumvit, which is his name, or you say Sukumvit as a, as a worm, which is his name. But like, are we trying to guess whether this guy's master is or isn't Sukumvit? Uh, Sukumvit is a worm. Yeah, you know what? Fuck this. No, yeah. no, 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 no. We have to say Hail Sukumvit. They're testing us to see if we remember the name of the character. We do. But Wait. what? Uh, Both of the answers have the character name. They're not testing if we know the character name. Yeah, I, and also I feel like our guy have like we 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 rummage through a dead guy's stuff to eat his snacks. Like yeah. our guy is definitely can, canonically an asshole. Also, <laughs> we, he just killed his lover and then yeah. beat his dad to death. There's no way this guy says hail Sukumvit, right? <laughs> In Mark's mind, the choices are like, hail Sukumvit, or like, hail Richard. And he's like, uh, which one was... Th- <laughs> That's what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> nah, fuck Sukumvit. We're here to steal all this shit. Give me t- 251. He's a worm. Yeah. Tell it like it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Once yeah. again, the mysterious voice calls out, only this time, to your great surprise, in a far less threatening tone, Ooh. good, my master likes those who sow spirit. Take this gift to help you. It'll grant you one wish for one wish only. Farewell. Holy shit. I want to be Rob Lowe in 1981. I want to become <laughs> just trade bodies with Rob Lowe in 1981. Poof. A gold ring magically appears out of nowhere and lands at your feet with a gentle tinkle. Gentle tinkle. Wait, it pisses? Uh-huh. <sighs> gentle. No. Oh, man, I wish I wasn't piss-footed. Oh, no! <laughs> to piss-foot? Oh, you say, you say piss-foot out loud and the voice disappears. You've said my real name! <laughs> you pick it up and put it on one of your fingers. Uh, your dro- the door opens and you step back into the tunnel to continue north. Turn to 344. This book is just supporting all of our worst impulses. It's so great. We just pick up, we get rewarded for everything we do. And we get chances to eat that barbarian snacks even when we, like, miss the opportunity. Mmm, barbarian snacks. <laughs> Ahead, you see a thin shaft of blue light streaming down from the ceiling to the floor. It's a Kmart special. Yeah, weird. It sparkles and shimmers, and you can see images of laughing faces in the light. If you would walk through the light, 229. If you would rather not, it's 107. Well, we're going to walk through the light, right? Uh, are we all looking at the same faces? Those don't look like faces. Uh-huh. Yeah, these faces, This I would not describe, okay, so like there's a picture on this page. There's a bunch of like scary vampire monsters screaming at you, and the words say laughing faces. Let me, okay, let, what about this? Proposition. Mm-hmm. Everything so far has worked out pretty much. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe they'll make us invincible to cold damage. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Like so far, the only thing we've been punished for is picking right instead of left. Like, yeah, all the fun choices, we're nailing it. Just do the thing. Yeah, yeah. Fuck it. A young girl's sad face hovers in front of you, and she begins to whisper a poem. When corridor doth water meet, do not make a quick retreat. Take a breath and jump deep in. If your trial, you hope to win. We would have done that anyways. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> thanks for Jack fucking shit, you little dead punk. The, the poem's like, if it looks like a bad idea, just do it anyways. Like, all right, cool. cool, cool, cool. <laughs> making, a, making a quick note, uh, jump in puddle. Got it. Make a quick retreat. Something good to eat. You'll find that rats are tasty treats. What? <laughs> Uh, you come to an arched doorway set in the right-hand wall, uh, the right-hand wall of the tunnel. It's made of hands. The heavy stone door is closed, but there is an iron latch and a round handle. We're definitely opening the door, right? Uh-huh, I don't even uh-huh, know why I'm uh-huh, reading this. Uh-huh. Turn to page one sixty-eight. There's a right-hand door and a wrong-hand door. I think. My right hand, my right hand door. Ooh, this is very good. Lifting the latch and pushing the heavy stone door open, you find yourself in a large cavern. The light is dim and murky. But as your eyes begin to adjust, you see the walls are covered in green algae and running with moisture. The atmosphere is warm, damp, and fetid, and a soft humming sound fills the air. Wow, this is like all, all of the cylinders of sensory uh, perception are just firing on gross. <laughs> you step gingerly through the straw to the corner of the tavern, where there uh, appears it says to be a cavern. Sh- <laughs> it's not, we did not find a bar. Gross. Well, really, anywhere's a tavern if you have some booze. We don't. We have a we, goblet and we have... Uh, well, provisions, Mark. I think you'll find if you open those provisions. Open, <laughs> open the third one, Mark. Oh, shit, yeah. What do provisions do? I should probably look us up. It's, we, just, it's just all whiskey. It's just all whiskey. There is a shallow pit. Peering warily into the pit, you're disgusted, well, judgy, to see a mass of pale, writhing worms, some as much as half a meter long. Ooh. Uh, math check. How big is that? 
That's a snake's worth is what that is. Oof. Yeah. Utterly nauseated, you're about to turn away when you notice that their undulating bodies are swarming around a dagger. It's point held fast at a crack in the pit floor. I'm going to get that dagger. I'm going to get that dagger. I would like that dagger, Every fiber of your being screams no, but the three (laughs) idiots driving your stupid meat body won't let you leave this room without trying to get it. Dagger. Dagger. It's like gamer. (laughs) The hilt is cased in black leather studded with opals. Very dope. The blade is fashioned from a strange reddish-black burnished metal that you've never seen before. It's probably not cursed. (laughs) Do you reach for the dagger, or I don't even know why I'm finishing this sentence. Yeah, we already have reached for the dagger. It is our dagger. Taking a deep breath, you lean over the pit and plunge your forearm into the mass of ruling worms. They are cold, clammy, and feel extremely nasty. But at least they're harmless, and you seize the dagger. You put the opal studded dagger firmly in your belt and leave the cavern. I love this dagger. Once again, just nothing going bad for you at all. Everything is great all the time. Everything is coming up, Terrence. We ate a dead barbarian's meat snack. <laughs> I don't know like where we draw that line, but we have not found it yet. As you make your way back to the doorway, the buzzing sound increases in intensity, and you look around desperately to discover where it's coming from. Glancing up in the nick of time, you see the huge and grotesque black shape of a giant fly. Capital G. As it gets closer, you realize that it is at least one and a half meters long. That's like 80 feet. Three snakes. <laughs> 300 freedom units. <laughs> you have stolen the giant fly's treasure from her brood of maggots, and you uh, must take the consequences. What does a giant fly want with this cool dagger? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Didn't even have arms. You're not even using it. No, its legs are not poised to grab dagger. They are poised to grab your body. Test your luck. All right, so here's the bad news. Our luck is down to seven, which means this is basically 50-50. Let's drink that luck potion. It's not a potion we have. I rolled a seven. Yes! Yeah! Boom, suck it. All right. We're stealing every goddamn thing in this fucking house. I want it. I want it. Give it to me. It's my dagger now. You manage to evade the outstretched legs of the diving giant fly. Stepping back, you draw your sword and prepare to fight the hideous insect as it turns to attack you again. Here we go. Uh, right now, we are at six stamina. So, Ian, right. roll shitty. Here, well, you know what? Hmm. That number is 17. Uh, I got also a 17 because for once I can use all of my skill. Well, well done. What does that look like? We just do it again? Uh, yeah, uh, we, we both uh, bounce off of each other and now our heads are ringing. Ooh, snake eyes. Ten. I got a ten. Uh, actually, I also got ten. Fuck. Yeah, fourteen. Uh, fourteen. Fuck. What is happening? Jesus Christ, evenly matched with a fly. We just keep slamming our heads against each other, and we're both <laughs> getting dizzier and dizzier, but still attacking. That is a ten again. Uh, this time I've got you. I've got a sixteen. All right. So I grab my sword, and then I say, mm, and I drop it. Uh, and then I take out my uh, my sweet dagger, and I say, yes. mm, and I drop that too. And then I pull out my shield, and I uh, raise it up over my head to bash you with it. But then I say, mm, and I drop it. And then I take out my rope, and I just start slapping you with my rope. <laughs> because you have it, and it's your rope. we got to use all these treasures. <laughs> Six, 13. 17. Hey-o. Yes. Okay, so this time I drop the rope. I'm done with the rope, and I take out one of my provisions, uh, and I just like hold <laughs> it in front of your face, and you get like very hungry. You start salivating a lot, I and this. I use I that opportunity this, huh? to kick you in the nuts. Fly nuts! Isn't it a her? Uh, no, it says, hang on, her. Yeah. Yeah, canonically, I kicked you in them, so take two mm-hmm. damage. One for All each right. nut. Been taken. 13. 18. Tim. I grab the hollow wooden tube and I jam Ooh. it into your eye and I suck on the end of it and I pull your eye juice out with my mouth. Oh, uh, what a what a strange turn of events, the fly thinks, because it, it is the one with the proboscis. Yeah. And it's now down to like 300 other eyes. Hoisted by a similar <laughs> petard. Yeah. All right. One more? Hopefully. Uh, 13 again. 12. Fuck. Yes. Okay. The fly is a mindless monster. It has no plans. Uh, it simply grasps you with all of its legs uh, real hard, and it's got a spiky abdomen, so it does you a damage. So I'm actually Gross. down to four, which means Good. this is a real close battle. Yeah, so quit it. Fifteen. Eighteen. Damn it. Yes. Man, we're pretty good at fighting once we have our weapon. Yeah, and, and room to swing it. I think this time I pull out my emerald eye, and I run back to the edge Ooh. of the room, and then I throw it. Uh, yeah. really hard and it bounces off a wall and it bounces off another wall and everyone's just kind of looking around at it until it finally goes right through the, the fly's heart. 
it was surprisingly heavy. Mm-hmm. So okay. very sharp, very mm-hmm. sharp. Whew, we did it. You wipe the vile yellow slime from the blade of your sword and walk quickly out the door, back into the tunnel, and head north. I think by sword they mean emerald eye, but that's fine. Right. Yeah. You also have to pick up all of the toys that you threw all over the fucking room. Sure do. Put them in my giant backpack. Hey, guys, can we also pick up some of those maggots? Can we, uh, Mark, can you add a handful of maggots to our treasure list? Absolutely. Pile of maggots. Because if we raise it right, it will become a giant fly that then right. we have sort of, we've imprinted on. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, it's, uh, it's, a, it's like father figure, but also we yeah. killed its mother. So we don't have to tell it that we'll tell it that our, whoever our enemy has killed its parents. I think, I think deep down though, it will remember. I think one day that memory will resurface. Oh, we're playing the long game. We'll cross that bridge in 15. The giant fly killed my father. That's, that can't be. That's impossible. <laughs> you walk down the passage and soon find yourself standing at the edge of a deep, dark pit. Again. Don't even worry about it, fam. We got a rope. You think you could probably jump over the pit, but you're not sure. There's a rope hanging down from the ceiling of the pit. Will you throw your shield over the pit and then jump after it? I don't know how or why that's a move. Yeah, or reach for the rope with your sword to enable you to swing across the pit. I don't know. This is a tough one. I think definitely, I think we should throw the shield. Yeah, that's what I'm leaning towards. Uh, We're going to lose all our stuff, but that'll just leave more room for us to collect other stuff. Yeah, exactly. We got we to gotta clear out some space. Yeah. Just as you're about to release the shield and throw it over the pit, it slips from your fingers and rolls away. God damn it. You are unable to catch it before it falls over the edge of the pit, clattering down its sides to the bottom. Lose one skill point. Oh, we didn't need that skill point anyways. No, we really did. We really, really did. You step forward, leap across the pit, and land safely on the other side. You waste no time, but head off east. So, quick point. We have a potion that restores skill, presumably not by making our shield teleport back to us, but... That's an option. Phantom shield. Good to know. Good to know. The tunnel makes a sudden left turn and continues north for as far as you can see. You soon arrive at a closed wooden door in the left-hand wall. If you wish to open the door... Yes, right? Yeah, uh-huh. It's it got every door. It might have a shield in it. <laughs> the door opens into a large, candlelit room filled with the most extraordinarily lifelike statues of knights and warriors. Oh, I wonder if those are real knights and warriors or if they're actually statues. They're probably bird people. A white-haired old man dressed in tattered rags suddenly jumps out from behind one of the statues and starts to giggle. <laughs> I like cool. this guy. Yeah. In a high-pitched voice, he says, Oh, God! Another stone's my garden! I'm glad you've come to join your friends! Oh, God. He's a bad guy. I'm a fair man, so I'll ask you a question. Answer correctly, I'll let you go free. But if you're wrong, I'll turn you to stone! He starts to chuckle again, obviously pleased with your arrival. Will you <laughs> wait for the question, attack him with your sword, or make a run for the door? I want to hear his question. I want to hear Yeah. yeah. What? <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Guys, we're, we're fine. Yeah, it's just a math problem, right? The old man smiles, saying, This man weighs 100 pounds plus half his weight. How much does he weigh? What will you answer? Okay, he weighs 100 pounds. Well, no, he weighs 100 pounds plus half his weight. But his total weight is 150 pounds then. That... So half his weight is actually uh, 275. Okay, I got it. He weighs 200. If he weighs 200, then he weighs 100 plus half of 200, which is 200. Okay, I'm sort of embarrassed that it took me that long to get to that, but I'm pretty sure it's correct. Still smiling, the old man looks at you and says, Well done, stranger. You have answered correctly. I wish you good fortune during the rest of the Trial of Champions. And to this end, I shall increase your power! Yes! What are you doing living in this dungeon, old man? You go to business. You have so many marketable skills. <laughs> and while well, he, the only skill he wants to practice is turning people to stone, so... That's probably why he ended up in the dungeon. Uh, he then mutters a few more unintelligible words. Fucking asshole, shitbird! And you feel a powerful surge soar through your body. You feel a powerful soar surge through your body. <laughs> uh, add one to each of your skill, stamina, and luck. Nice. Add one, not restore one. Also, if anybody else is still doing the mental math on how Mark came up with 200 pounds, uh, just pause the podcast, write it out. It makes sense when you write it out. Only a few meters further down the passage, you see another closed door. The letter X is scratched into its center panel. Do you want to open it? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. Did we touch it for fire danger? <laughs> I 
I don't think we could feel if there was fire danger, right? You feel the handle. If the fan, if the handle's hot, there's potential fire danger. But we can't we can't sense heat anymore because we're immune to it. Uh see, we can't be affected by heat. You don't think knowing that something there is is there counts as being affected? We can't be affected by it. And I would say that like feeling pain from heat is being affected by it, right? I, I would say that uh noticing something is warm is being affected by it. Yeah. So there. Yeah, but then like even noticing that it, that it exists is being affected by it. Man, we're definitely getting cursed. You look around the room and see nothing of interest apart from the from an alcove in the west wall and a stone chair in the middle of the room. Let's sit in it. Sitting in the Yeah, can we sit in it? Sit in it. Sitting in the chair is the skeleton of an armed warrior. Oh, we can't sit in it. The skeleton's already sitting in it. <laughs> yeah, we have to sit in his lap. We have to wait. We have to wait for our turn. Yeah. The skeletal fingers of its right hand are gripped around a piece of parchment, which I don't even, we're going to take. Mm-hmm, yeah, it's mm-hmm. ours now. Our hands, our flesh hands are now gripped around a, a piece of parchment. You sit in his lap and pull the parchment out from his dead fucking hand. Yes. Give it to us. Give us that parchment. Touching the parchment has precisely the effect you feared. The skeleton lurches forward and, rising from his chair in a series of jerky movements, throwing you off of his lap, raises its sword to strike you. <laughs> Is that what we feared? That wasn't what I feared, but sure. It didn't occur to me to fear anything, honestly, so here we are. No. Yeah, I thought it was like skeleton. All right, time to fight this skelly boy. He's very good at fighting. Eight plus nine is 17. Uh, you got me. Uh, yeah, so the skeleton uh, sort of hisses and rattles and, and uh, po- points to his own crotch and then does like this really big shrug as if to say like, dude, why were you sitting up? That's totally not cool. I was reading this thing and you sat on my lap. I don't like it. Then he hits you with his sword. Uh, we're at, how, how much stamina are we at? We're at five. Okay. 12. 18. Hey. Boom. So I, I grab the skeleton by the by the rib bones and I just kind of like reposition him to the other side of me and I sit down in his chair and then um, I pull one of his rib bones out and hit him in the face with it. Uh, he takes two points of damage because he's also embarrassed that you took his seat. Mm-hmm. And also because that's how much damage he takes regardless. Right. Uh, that is an 11. Well, mine is a 16. I stand up on top of the chair. Um, with my feet in where the butt should be, and then mm-hmm. I give him a swift kick to the face. Shocking him again, because you're not even sitting in that chair. You took it, and you're not even sitting in I'm it. being disrespectful. Very disrespectful, disrespectful. to the throne. He had a cushion that he liked. That is another 11. I keep rolling on a uh, 2 and a 1. Okay. Uh, I got a 13. Yeah. So I think this time I lunge from the chair in the sort of like tackling motion, and I just like uh, slam the skeleton to the floor, and his bones explode all over the room. Because I think this actually is the last time I need. Once again, you reach for the parchment. Only this time, it's lying amidst a pile of broken bones. Truth. His name was Craig. <laughs> you monster. <laughs> uh, unfolding it, you see a map of a room with a drawing of a hideous creature inside it. Beneath the monster is a rhyme. Should you meet the manticore of its tail, beware. Shield yourself against the spikes flying through the air. I mean, I already knew that manticores shoot tail spikes, so... I would say if you have spikes flying at you probably <laughs> our in- initial instinct would be to avoid them ah shit you guys we lost our shield Uh-oh. oh boy i don't have any shield you can shield yourself with stuff that's not a shield oh well, thank god we have that stone chair yeah <laughs> impervious at the back of the alcove are some steps leading down into a cellar the cellar ceiling is quite low and the floor is strewn with rubbish and debris there are large mushrooms growing on the rubbish to your right Ooh! god damn it Ooh. Ooh, hold on, hold on. Mm, I, feel, I feel a choice coming, hold on. Yum, 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 yum. Uh, mm. But if you wish to stop and eat some of the mushrooms, they're growing on garbage. They are garbage Mush- mushrooms. Mushrooms, please. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be like, you get cool mushroom powers. You can't die now. Or like, you get sick from eating garbage no, with mushrooms become, on it. We're going to become uh, impervious to mushroom poison damage. Aha. Well, no, you just get, you get twice as big, and then when an enemy hits you, you go back down to normal size instead of dying yeah, right away. Yeah. That's what mushrooms do. You break off a large piece of the mushroom and bite into it eagerly. eagerly. Immediately, your stomach feels bloated, and you can even f- see it beginning to bulge below your belt. Ooh. As you grow taller and bigger and more powerful. We're going to have a mushroom baby. Your body starts <laughs> to expand, bursting out of your clothes with a loud ripping sound. You go bigger and bigger, and soon your face is pressed against the ceiling. You're too large ever to leave the cellar, and your adventure ends here. Guys, we were, like, actually super right about what these mushrooms do. Like, they were good <laughs> mushrooms to eat. It's just this was a bad place to eat them. <laughs> That's it for us. Yeah. And it was a glorious death. We, 
we died chasing the adventure instead of running away from it. And that's what counts. Yeah, this was, uh, I, yeah, this was another great one. Uh, these books are fantastic. Yeah, these books are, you know what? Fighting there is fantastic. almost no story to them. But, <laughs> right. I think that, that might be why they're so good. Because it's just decision making. Yeah, it's, it's just decisions and like things happening. Mm-hmm. What would we have called our podcast if, um, if we were basing it on fighting fantasy instead of booze your own adventure? Uh, I don't know. Remember when it took us like a month to come up with booze your own adventure? <laughs> <laughs> we're we're going to need more than just the outro for uh, this episode. But that about does it. While, while we think on that one, uh, <laughs> that about does it for our beer flighting fantasy. <laughs> Fighting Fanta, where we drink orange soda and read a book. Uh-huh. <laughs> See? Fighting Fanta. See? Where we... It's a vlog of us drinking different Fantas and then fighting. <laughs> I can't think of anything. I can't contribute to this. Yeah, it's, it's really hard. I can't think of a Lager. Ugh. <laughs> 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 uh, all right. Well, well, until next time, y'all. Take, take care of yourselves. And, uh, you know... Drink everything you find. <laughs> Nine times out of ten, it won't kill you. That's right. Yeah. And remember, always choose responsibly. I'm Mark. And I'm Chris. <laughs> I'm Terrence. May your stamina never fail. <laughs> <laughs> and good night. Eat them jewels fast. Eat them, eat them jewels fast.